Sentire Media. Hello and thank you very much for downloading our podcast from Italy. I'm Jason, joined by my beautiful wife, Ashley, who together we own, operate, and live at La Tavola Marche, an agriturismo and cooking school here in beautiful Piovico, Italy. And it's a rainy Mar- May, March, May 3rd. Hello, Ashley. Ciao. Ciao, tutti. It is, it thundered and lightning and just poured all night long. It felt like Noah's Ark style. We, ha- we live along a... Our place is truly nestled in the Apennines, and we live along the Candelano River, but there's also behind our house, we have a mineral water spring and a creek that goes down to the river. And boy, oh boy, when it pours like it did last night, the rivers are raging. It's loud outside. It's nice, though. It is nice. We haven't done a podcast in quite a while. I would say a good two and a half weeks. I know. Sorry about that, guys. Thank you so much for coming back to us. Um, uh, we just, ha- honestly, we just don't have time to sit down and, and talk into them, do the, all that goes into putting together the podcast. I know it's horrible. It seems like, oh, it seems so easy. And all these people like Adam Carolla do one every day. He's super busy. So you think, how do you guys not get a chance? He has a whole team, team of people. I know. Him. I know. Um, we have lots to talk about a lot going on. Spring is here. Uh, did I say it's May 3rd? Yes. I think you did. Well, let's take it back. Let's, let's rewind. Let's go all the way back to <laughs> Easter. <laughs> Because that's when the last time we did a podcast was. We were talking about Easter stuff. Easter's past. So this Easter, we double booked ourselves. And we had lunch at Gaji's, the doctor's house who helps us with everything, and his family. And then we had dinner at our dear friends and neighbors, Carolyn and Luke, the Dutch couple who live down the road. We were freaking full. (laughs) Do not do two Easter meals in one day. It is bad. No, I ate so much Crescia di Pasqua this year. I am sure that's why I'm having a hard time getting in my jeans. The um, lunch at Gaggi's is always entertaining with his family because they politics always somehow comes up and they just talk over each other. It's who screams the loudest. Yeah. And no one agrees and Gaggi has to just get a rise out of whoever's doing anything. So it's nice to know he doesn't just uh, ride Jason. It's whoever's cutting the bread is doing it wrong. No, his nephew was yes. cutting, cutting – he <laughs> wanted his nephew to cut the uh, Crescia di Pasco, which is this Easter bread made with cheese and eggs and it's yellow and real fluffy. And uh, Gaggi couldn't stop commenting on and trying to tell him how exactly to cut this stupid bread. And I just sat back and smiled. Because with a knowing smile, thinking, ah, so it's not just me that can't uh, put one foot in front of the other, according to the good old Dr. Godster. And glad you weren't put on the spot with a knife that time. Yes. <laughs> then it ended up, we were we didn't realize we had to go back to Godgy's the next day for Easter Monday and have another big meal with other friends of his from Fano. And it was just like, oh my God. It's wonderful to be invited, and it's and it's we're very thankful to feel like family. But at the same time, this was right before we had guests arriving, and we were not planning on it. And the morning we were, of, yeah, we were planning Monday to get a lot of things done exactly. because everyone was coming Tuesday. Exactly, Gaji comes over Monday morning, and he's like, "So, what time are you coming over for lunch? You should come over earlier than you did yesterday." Blah blah blah, <laughs> and it was like, "Oh my god!" And we couldn't say no, so it's like, well, there goes half the list and half the day, but. <laughs> 
And with Easter, there's all these freaking festivals after it. So from Easter Sunday is is a holiday, obviously. Easter Monday, Pasqueta, or Little Easter, is also a holiday. Or Luna di Pasqua. Luna di Pasqua, however you want to say it. Then you had the... 26th of April, 25th of April. Yep, that was the Festival of Liberation Mm -hmm. for World War II. Then May 1st, Primo Maggio was another day off. So not a lot, a lot of... Days off, which is hard when you sh- when you have to. Uh, for us, when we have guests, I don't sh- stock food. Like we, sh- I shop every day. We pick new stuff every day. So there's what- nothing in the freezer. Yeah, yeah. The- <laughs> we don't. Yeah, and so when you have a lot of these days off, what happens is the shops will bulk up the day before, and then the next couple of days because everyone has to restock all their things from from the holiday. It's usually pretty bare bones, so it gets. Menu planning is, is interesting at it this time is. of year, but it all worked out. And you have to plan your shopping around the time of day. Oh, my God. I think the worst shopping day of the world is... Of the this, world. Of the, world, <laughs> of the week. <laughs> of the, uh, the worst shopping day in, in Italy is, um, I would say, the day before... This Saturday before Easter. Yeah. Well, it's the Saturday before a festival. Or the day before the festival. Yeah. Um, Quindici Agosto, Fair Agosto is a pretty horrible one, too. The grocery stores are Packed. packed absolutely and people packed. are buying tons of stuff everyone's cooking big meals and oh my gosh it is it's it's a zoo jason tries to go super early to get it before it just becomes mayhem in the stores <laughs> so um that was interesting so um yeah uh, we're through all that so from here until um the end of May, I think there's the next holiday, so mm-hmm. we're we're in the clear for a while. Not counting Saints' days, of course. Of course, well, that you never know when those those might um, those might pop up. <laughs> uh, the garden's coming up. We've planted. We've gotten some of our. It's been really wet. It hasn't been cold. It hasn't been warm either. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been real unstable, so you'll get a nice afternoon, but a crappy morning, and then you'll get a nice day, and then it'll be a horrible day. So. We haven't really put a lot of stuff down. My potatoes are popping up. My fava beans are uh, flowered and they're starting to grow. Uh, we put down our onions. I put down some lettuces that don't mind the cooler temperatures. Uh, we put down radish seeds, rucola seeds. Uh, the carrots are coming up. The uh, the chard or the or chard or bietola, the kale is coming up. Um, so all that stuff is, is doing well and we're kind of holding off a little bit. I know it's so muddy down there. It is really muddy. So that that's coming in a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, and when are they turning the salt? When are you guys doing the? Um, as soon, we're gonna we're going to, and then as soon as the it gets a little nicer and the the uh, ground dries out a little, we'll have another tractor come by and um, and uh, Zappa. I can't think of the word in English. Um, turn. No, we already Eric? turned it. Turned it. We um, till. Till. We till the soil. Turn and till. Till, <laughs> and then we'll have another. And then we'll have another tractor come by and put the uh, put the rows in with the plow. It's awesome. That then it feels like the garden's going. Then it feels like the well because right now it, it's like there's patches of grass or you know parts little weeds growing yeah, here and we, there. All we did is flip the all we did is spread the cow poop, flip the soil, and we left it. That was mm-hmm. two months ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, start, weeds start growing. It happens. Um, but the real real work comes this next week when I, know. I have to empty the pool, power wash, the, power wash the whole thing, and you can't it. be too close and too hard with the power washer, or you bust holes in the liner. In the liner, then we refill it. And and um, get it all get it all squared away, and then I'll put the cover back on and wait until you know end of the month and exactly. then take it off. Uh, then, oh my god, setting up all the hoses for the garden is another huge job too. Those hoses are huge and for, weigh a ton. Yeah, they weigh a ton. They're big, giant, wide, 
fi- uh, flexible plastic hose that you wouldn't think so. That sounds light. No, I know. I know. It looks, it's deceptive. It's deceptively ridiculously heavy. So get all that. <laughs> Squared away, and then we'll be ready to go for the outside. Put in some flowers. I know we got a couple the other day. It's starting to feel good. It is starting to feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, here's an interesting thing that um, I've been banging my head against the wall oh, trying yeah, to geez, um, trying to find here in Italy. Italians are kind of funny. To um, I cannot find things like perlite to mix in the little the stuff in potting soil that you mix in that's kind of spongy, looks like styrofoam pieces. That's exactly. Called perlite. To mix into your potting soil to make the soil lighter. Cannot find that. How to order it from another country. <laughs> Cannot find really simple organic fertilizers like blood meal, bone meal. Um, I want to put these ni- micronutrients into the soil because all we really throw on is um, manure. manure. And that's really good. But there, but I've been reading a lot and there are other things, micronutrients, that the, would really help the garden that are easily available and well, this article is written in the States. Uh, Super yeah. cheap. Um, you know, um, crushed crushed, um, crushed oyster shells, uh, mm-hmm. blo- bone meal, blood meal. The crushed oyster shells are really good for the chickens, too. Oh, is that true? Mm-hmm. Um, all yeah, these- we would be able to use that. If we, if we could get the crushed oyster shells, we wouldn't have to use the spray we use for the mites. Oh, interesting. That was the stuff. Uh-huh. So there's these things that are really common in other parts of the world. You go onto a UK website, you can find all this stuff all day. Huge sacks of it. <laughs> just here in Italy, it's not it's not happening. They just don't do it. Either you go – either they use chemical fertilizers or they use just um, manure. Manure like us. Or they source it in a few things here and there from tiny places or ask them to order it. And they'll say, oh, you can find it in Giro, <laughs> which just means around. around. It's like, which, uh, no, you can't. So no. I've and been... Gaji even poo-pooed the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I won't repeat on the podcast what Gaji's had to say when I asked him, told, started talking about micronutrients <laughs> for, the, for the garden. <laughs> Anyway, so I don't know. I've been getting into soil. I know that's very interesting. You guys are probably all on the edge of your seats thinking about uh, if I, me getting into a discussion about soil. Oh, I know, but it is interesting because it goes back to the sourcing and how hard it is. Oh, God, what else is going on? Oh, here's a little another funny little bit slice of Italian life. Mm-hmm. So um, we are to the last stages of our permanent visas before we get our citizenship. And now awesome. which is thank god thank so god cool. because not only is it going to be awesome to have an italian passport how the even better part is not having to fill out the same forms with the same information year after year and just <laughs> oh go through god, the you're dance right. it's true if you want you're to know right. if you want to know more in depth of what we're talking about you can go back to this winter where we talk in depth about having to renew our immigration and what a what a mess Pain it and is. it's just a mess Anyway, um, so we have to take a language test, which is a, it's a really easy, basic Italian language test. No problem. Uh, if you don't want to take the language test, all you have to do is pass a accredited course. Well, I'd rather just go take the test because I've seen the test and we worked with it with our Italian tutor, and it's not a big deal at all. So you apply, you write a domanda to the to the stato to the state, uh, saying you would like to sign up for this class. <coughs> Pardon me. I did this in January because I figured, great, it'll take them a month to get back to me. They'll tell me the classes in a month. It'll be all taken care of, ready to go before our season starts. No problem. Check it off the list. Buona notte. <laughs> One less thing to worry about. So I make the domanda online. That I ask, I make the request online, and I don't hear anything back from them. Well, I read more fine print. They have 90 days to respond. 
Well, sure enough, freaking 90 days to the dot, we get a letter in the mail. Yes, yes, your, um, your test is in Urbino. It will be three and a half months from now <laughs> at 6 o'clock in the evening. Well, that's the middle of June. We have a wedding we that week. We have a wedding that week. We're, we have a wedding party here. There's absolutely no way we can do this at all. This is why I wanted to get it done in the wintertime when, you know, because really you can't make these. If I make the request in December, no one's listening, looking at it until no. after 6th of January. But you missed the best part, too. What's that? To reschedule. You must oh, to reschedule? <laughs> no problem. If you'd like to reschedule, just resubmit another request. No, and you have to do it so many days oh, yes, before yes, the date exactly of your test. Like and you must <laughs> do it 90 days before the date of your test. Well, when they sent it to us, it was like 96 days or whatever, whatever it was. It was the, the dates never match up. Like, no. you could never get it in. So it was just like, awesome. So, We're going to have to go up to Urbino to the Instituto and plead our case and yes, meet them in person and try to do it very italian and hopefully get the test on another day again another what should be a simple procedure just turns <laughs> into uh, it's just ridiculous i know i just know ridiculous but moving on to more fun things we did also recently go get more wine and that's always a pleasure to um meet up with some of our favorite winemakers and we saw um this year we didn't fill up quite as much this round partially because we just used our little car and we can only fit so many demijohns at a time but um we went down near ancona well really near um senegalia and inland towards um moro di alba and castello di yesi and we got what did we get we got lacrima from juicy, juicy and his rosato which is spectacular we got hit then we got um then we went to villa santa mica mm-hmm. which is maybe 15 minutes away from him uh run by women a really really pretty place juicy juicy's awesome he is so passionate his wine you can tell it, him and his wife do everything they do everything there um it's re- it's it's really like that's his he is really in it uh santa mica is more charming like it's more um set up for like um, well it is it's like on the edge of a park, and yeah. It's so got these you can really huge ten thousand liter oak wine barrel things, and it's you know they do weddings there. And that it's kind as of stuff. as our friend Luke said, it's much more romantic. Yes, whereas Juicy, he is about the wine. His place is beautiful too. Oh but yeah, it doesn't it's, it's it doesn't have the character charm. It, it just uh, well also. Uh, the whole name of the place is um, Antica Cantina Santa Miguel. <laughs> and that place has been around forever. So that's part of what the charm is, is you know you're going into this old cantina. And which it's is the, cool. Which one thing that a lot of people mention when they come back from doing the wine tour with Marco is that um, the it's not as as in the States where you go to these wineries and they have the big tasting rooms and all the pomp oh, and yeah, circumstance yeah, yeah, right. and stuff. Here in Italy, it's more – it's about the wine. Mm-hmm. I mean, Villa Santa Mica is lovely to walk around, but it doesn't have like the – like the ones in Napa where you go to this big room and it's – Oh, chain, yeah. No, not at all. Blah, blah, no. <laughs> stuff. It's not like that at all. She is siphoning um, wine from a gas – what looks like a gas pump. Oh, my gosh. From the How barrel. How big were those the those old um- – concrete ones yeah i have no idea she was talking to luke about it and he was in awe i guess it was some antique way to do it too it was pretty cool so it's just a different vibe it's more about like this is wine it's meant to be drank versus 
this is why a show yeah a big show exactly yeah. the theater of it the nose of the <laughs> yeah um so that's really fun so we've got about half of what we need and then um we'll pick another day and load up the car again and do the other half last year we did like we 600 were, yeah last year we rented a huge um like sprinter van and did all of our like big load up you know toilet paper soap ikea run you know all the the uh, dry goods stuff at all in one go and that's it was just too much of a deal it really was so this was a bit better and then we came home and bottled and corked and labeled the bottles with our guests and it was a blast it was really fun and if you guys haven't seen it before check out our youtube or vimeo video visiting vineyards and bottling wine and uh, in la marque and it's all about from last year when we did it and it's really pretty video i think Yes, yes. Um, other things. Oh, road. That oh, is- my gosh. I have to write. Um, someone sent us an email. Well, a journalist. So okay. F- we live around along a horrible road. <laughs> we live uh, about six kilometers down this 10-kilometer white road, which is with gravel, partial cement, and it looks like it was bombed in World War II and never fixed. It has potholes all over. Uh, it's a disaster. The the um the they fix thing, parts of it at times and the bridge well, the, the normal bridge that floods is totally underwater. Oh my gosh, that's always scary. Uh, there was a mudslide off of part of the road. Yeah, <laughs> the, the road gave. It's way. always a really nice warm welcome to the guests when they have to turn off the main road and that's their first like uh welcome to our place is the six kilometer crazy pocked road, and we got an email from a journalist in Sant'Angelo and Vado. Um, our town that we're technically in and kind of 10 kilometers, 12 kilometers outside of, and they want to do an article on the road for the paper and want to interview us. And first of all, it's always intimidating doing something in Italian because you want to make sure you sound uh, as educated and articulate as possible. But we also don't want to, like, I don't know. I don't want to, I'd not like get in trouble, but like. I don't want to stir, stir the shit pool. Not too much. I, I, the road is horrible. I know. But I don't want to. I will just. I, we, we have to be very. Um, yes. We have, we have to, be, to choose our words carefully. Exactly. That's all. We don't want to say, oh, the road stinks. And what the, what's going on? This is ridiculous. These mayors don't do we anything. We pay our taxes. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. No one's doing it. No, I don't want to do that. I want to mo- be more like, yes, the road has been like this, I'm sure, many years before we have arrived. And. Something Pe- about the beauty of the road and it's sad others can't enjoy it or yeah, that that's there. Yeah, the nature, you know, um, so many people use it. It's a shame it's in such horrible condition, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Just be more, you know, diplomatic about yes, it. Yes, yes. But uh, we have to do that. You have to I talk know. about it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it'll, it'll don't, it won't do anything. I see a, uh, an article about a crappy road in the, in the local in the oh, I'm paper sure. once every month. No, we need to have the Giro d'Italia come down the road to have it get fixed. Mm-hmm. We talked about, about that one I know. Before. Maybe I'll say that in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, I will, actually. Um, we, this year, we have added Wi-Fi to our, oh, our guests. Oh, yeah. We wanted to talk about this with you guys. Which is a really interesting thing because we've never had internet at our house for the guests before because the internet uh, hasn't really been available. It's always been through your phone, like horrible dial-up uh, internet. Well, now they came out with this satellite, blah, 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 unlimited internet, great. So we haven't fixed the um, – it's just coming out of our room right now. We haven't figured out how to get it through the meter-thick stone wall to beam it to somewhere near the front door or or near an area where people can sit. Well, anyway, right now it's at 
it's coming off the it, – it really, you can get it if you stand in front of our house. There's a little table. It's in front of one of the apartments, the ground floor apartment. And it's incredible to see people congregate like um, as soon as they get back. Like they will go um, – you know, they come back for the day and they go, you know, go upstairs, go to the bathroom, whatever. And as soon as they come back down, they are sitting there. And it's really interesting. It is. It kind of was a total bummer. <laughs> like the first set of guests to know that there was internet available and they just magnetized to it and hypnotized by it. And you'd have a break from the cooking class. And instead of everyone just sitting outside, having a glass of wine, chatting in the sun, they'd all run around the corner and get online. And it was like, all right, come back. And they're like, Oh, one second, you know, finishing up this or before people headed to bed, they'd have to check their messages. And I mean, I understand the need for it, but it was so nice it was before so because nice. people were really forced to talk to each other and just sit around and have a glass of wine and, and visit Read or and whatever. Yeah. And it seems like now that there is internet here, people are not interacting as much. They're more – any chance they have, they're going on with their iPhones or their their iPads or their even their laptops downstairs. It's kind of weird. It's kind of it, – it's. I, I definitely notice it now. Oh, yeah. And since we're so far in the country, it's something we haven't lived with. So – yeah, like I said, it's a bummer. Like I, I don't want. I understand. Like for myself, if we're traveling, I need to be able to have internet access. Since we own our own business, I have to be able to check emails always. So I understand that need, but it's been so nice that people have. Yeah, like Jason said, talked or families don't. They just it's been nice not having people look at it or not seeing phones as part of something when we're walking around and. I just wonder what that's going to be like this summer when we get or busy. Or when I'm and... walking back and forth each time and the people, like, it's weird. Do I say hello every time? Oh, I, I know. I was thinking forth? that too. Or do I just keep my head down? But they're not, they are not paying attention to No, not all, at all. But, but it's weird because I'm like, I see you. Should I be like, chat? I was thinking the same were thing. Were you really? Yes. I was doing that. I kept walking back and forth and there would be one more person or one less person or different mm-hmm. people standing there at that little spot. And after you say hello to people once, how many times do you keep saying? I know. I was thinking, so I'm curious to weigh in your thoughts. Do we, do we leave it for the guests? Do we tell people we don't have it? Do we well, now regulate you can't it? Tell people we don't have it. You just <laughs> talked about it on a podcast. Well, do we regulate? Do we say it's only available a certain amount of time? I or almost in the think that. Or yeah. Something. I almost. I kind of like that. Now you're playing because we also had people come down early in the morning to start checking stuff way before breakfast. And I thought that was interesting also. Yeah. They would be down there at like 6 a.m. Uh-huh. outside on the thing. Yeah. Reading the paper or whatever it was, but it was just like, oh. so well, technical technology problems. Interesting. Um, we have some three night packages. Ashley wants to talk about now that's now that spring summer's here, the three night pizza, the things you just oh, did. Yeah. We, um, we still have some space. We've got um, a summer package that we put together this year of thir- arrive Thursday night to pizza night. World freaking famous. It's awesome. It's a blast. Everyone has so much fun. You eat a ton of pizza, have great um, salad from the garden, and my incredible tiramisu. What can I say? Um, then on Friday, we go to the Hunter. We go for our market trip to Apecchio, feel like a local Friday, and visit Fushiani in the meat and cheese warehouse. Didn't you just do an Instagram video? I No, my Instagram video got deleted. Yeah. Oh, and follow us on Instagram. I'm two away from 400. <laughs> um, so when you get 400, does that give you self-esteem? I, I, could, I get I points. Get, I get two up points, <laughs> self-esteem up points. Exactly. Um, 
And I did post a video of it on Tastemade, which is really cool. So I'll talk about that later too. But um, then we go and have porchetta. And Jason talks about porchetta from the area and a little walk through the traveling market in Apecchio. And I know we've talked about it before. We go up to the um, brewery for beer and grappa and then out to lunch at the Hunter's Hideaway. It's a blast. And then Saturday, a half-day cooking class. And Sunday, you're out of here. So it's a three-night package. And it's, um, I think, starting at 7, 15 euro a couple. Well, whatever. Or email us if you're interested. Yeah, and uh, Thursday nice to Sunday, little, it's a little taste of La Marca. You get a little taste of everything. The countryside. It's yeah. a good countryside taste. It is. It's really fun. So we did, we actually just, we just finished that. Um, yeah, we just did the. Um, yeah, we did. We just did the Pacquiao thing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about or the, some of the crazy questions we get? Well, first of all, if you guys have any questions before uh, about the podcast or about uh what we do or what life is like or any of that, just shoot us an email and you can find us on Facebook or Twitter or just info at latavlamarque.com. And um, we try to answer your questions when we can on the air. <laughs> but uh, we had a couple of recent email questions well, that weren't that recent. That's true. They were a little while ago. This but anyway, was, well, we yeah, I say of, recent meaning like the last two years. Yeah. So we get a lot of questions from people who inquire about places stay here blah 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 some of them are really good questions most of them are normal questions and a few of them are funny funny (laughs) and no one wants to hear about the good questions or the normal questions no you just want to hear about the crazy ass questions a question we get a lot and then i wonder if there's a better way to word it if i'm saying something wrong is euro cash when we talk about methods of payment you can pay with a credit card this and that or euro Euro cash. cash If we put cash, <laughs> people will bring, bring dollars. dollars. It's happened. So then people ask, where do you get Euro cash? What is Euro cash? How do I find Euros in Europe? And you, I just want to let anyone know that if you bring your ATM card to anywhere in Europe that uses Euros, you'll get Euros back. Yes. You pick, <laughs> if you put it in the machine and follow the instructions, they you'll will get currency out. of that country. Yes. Um, we don't live in the third world. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it is Italy, but... Euro, just yeah, now, how else do you say euro cash? How I else do you know. say cash? I want to say contanti. Would you say cash in euros? Oh, I guess you could say cash in euros. You're right. The guests who, um, some guests who were just here had mentioned, I was shocked how easy it was to use ATMs in P.O. <laughs> I thought <laughs> they're the same. Like, uh, so that's a great question that we get quite often. A- another one that Jason really enjoyed. Um, the voltage in florence is different than america it is two, 200 it is different is the voltage in your house the same in florence the electricity which i had to read twice to even understand that question and we're two hours away from florence. we're two hours away from florence we're the same country and <laughs> the answer is yes it is the same electric well not currency was the question or um, current current, current. <laughs> it is the same well not exactly the same current that would be different current that is going that way but it is the same type <laughs> Same voltage. Yes. Yes. That was, uh, that that was, was a, a good classic. One. If you have any odd questions you'd like us to slightly mock on the air, send them to us. <laughs> <laughs> my, also, my favorite one is we will be staying in <laughs> blah, 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 blah for four days before C, before, before. Where is this in relationship to your house? And it's like, I'm, first of all, I don't know where the tiny little town of, or the hotel, or name. the hotel. They'll just say the hotel, not the city. Just, we're staying in hotel, hotel. Uh, Grand Oro. Yeah. Where is this in respect to your house? So, How do we get to your farmhouse from there? <laughs> um, 
Secondly, I'm going to do the same thing that you would do to find that, which is map, which is just Google it and MapQuest it. So I don't understand we that. You can one. save everyone a step. Save everyone a step and just in the same <laughs> machine the, that you're using. Instead of the email you're typing, just type that right bad boy question into Google. Right into Google. How far is my hotel to Pioco Italia? And it will spit exactly what I'm going to tell you out. <laughs> that is also a good one we get. What's another? There was one more the, the other day I was just like, oh, that's awesome. Well, we always really love and appreciate when people are booking a two-night stay with us, but where we can suggest a seven-night stay in Tuscany. <laughs> I love that one, too. We want to stay with you, but we are, we're, we're on a vacation for three weeks. Yes. We would like to stay two nights with you. Anywhere else you can recommend it, it, spending money with that's not your location, please let us know. <laughs> um, a lot of people want Ashley, since she speaks English and she knows knows Italy a little bit, to plan their holidays for them. And it, this is not to discourage people who from have asking, either, question. from asking questions at all. But it's just uh, thinking sometimes about the qu- Oh, I got a great one the other day about asking if I knew how to become a real estate agent <laughs> in Italy. And they, they did preface it with, I know this is not your expertise, but how do you become a real estate agent in Italy? And do you think I could become one? And I just said, I, you're right. I'm not an expert in this. <laughs> I would suggest looking at expats in Italy or other forums. But it's fun. We just uh, we don't mean to discourage people who want to stay here from sending questions or asking questions. It's not. It's we're picking six questions out of the ten thousand we've gotten. Yes. Most of the questions are totally normal. And yes. Everyday normal questions you would ask if you were going to stay somewhere or information about the area. It's just the some of them. The select one or two are just so awesome. Mm-hmm. They're just. Pri- <laughs> We should really write a little book about them, or maybe we'll end. Maybe we'll end our next podcast with one of the best questions that we've gotten <laughs> from the previous period because it's great. It's it great. is. It is. Um, moving on. Oh, like I mentioned before, so send them in. Like you send said, them in, send them send in. those questions in. Don't forget <laughs> info latablamarque.com if you want to stay here. I feel like we're gonna get some. <laughs> um, about the videos, about the wine video. Um, and the other ones you can find on YouTube and Vimeo under La Tavola Marque or Vimeo at Ashley Bartner. Um, we're on. We're go- I'm really excited. We have been invited by Foodie TV to um, add some of our videos to their... Um, Foodie TV. Yeah, the app. And um, it's an awesome app, actually, of really cool little short documentaries and stories about farmers or growing things in the old ways or community farms and um, or making salt or beekeepers. They're really cool. And they're all about a minute and a half to five minutes long or so. And they've, um, like I said, they've asked to post some of our films as well. So I'm excited. We'll be in really good company. And speaking of good company, our friends at Perennial Plate, Daniel and Mira... They, um, we showed, gosh, they came out here about a year ago and stayed with us while they were filming, um, their segments for La Marque for their videos in Italy. And we hooked them up with the truffle hunter and, um, Maki, the gelato shop and made pasta. And we had a great time with them. Last night, holla! They want a James. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. Please don't do that. That's no, not in even all joking. honesty. They totally deserve it. They won a James Beard Award last night for um, web series on location, and they That's couldn't their be second. One. I know they couldn't be more well deserving. If you guys don't know who they are, check them out. Perennial Plate and uh, on YouTube or yeah. just Google it. They're everywhere. Exactly. 
really cool. They get paid. They get to go on vacation. And I know it's not vacation. No, but they're working. They're working. And but they freaking travel seven, seven months out of yeah, the year. Yeah, they travel seven months a year. That's crazy talk. Do you think you could do that? Travel seven know. months a year? I don't know. That's a long time. That's a long time on the road. And eventually, don't you just want to sleep in your own bed yeah. and not have to eat out somewhere? That's true, too. I know. But rock on right on to Good those job, two. Guys. Yep. <laughs> I w- listen, I, I I am very envious of you, them that they get to travel for seven months a year. I know. It's totally inspiring. And, and get to do it for a living. I know. It's it's so cool. <laughs> so good jobs. Congrat good job. Congratulations. You guys work really hard and you do you, by far they do far and away head and shoulders yeah. uh, uh, the best little short videos mm-hmm. like that I've seen. There's always heart and a good story involved. Absolutely. Uh, coming up this tonight, we have dinner tonight. Let's see. What's the menu for tonight? We got, I'm doing fava bean crostini. I'm got, doing some um, liscaro. The, the, how do you? Agretti. Agretti. How do you? Um, or, uh, so there's this vegetable called liscaro, agretti, um, baffi di campo. Um, it looks like it, individual grass stalks in yeah, a weird like way. Almost it, like it's weird so, seaweedy yeah. things. I don't, I've never seen it until we came here. It's all over the place this time of year. And, um, you kind of pick them, pick the little pieces, little. They sell them needles. in bundles with um, each little strand or blade of this green is still has the roots attached, which yeah. makes it really cool and really easy to identify at the market because people mention it when we serve it. We always save some of the um, actual greens back so Jason can show them what it looks like without being cooked and people always go oh my gosh i saw that at the market i saw that at the little fruit and ve- fruit and vegetable stand and so it, it's really really nice it's much more mild than spinach for example yeah think of it as a green like that it's really green and it's almost looks like pine needles wouldn't you say with a root at the end i guess this is the longest i, I don't yeah, know like a long <laughs> i don't know it comes to a point whatever you blanch <laughs> it saute it you could put it into lots of different stuff we'll uh i'll i'll blanch it and saute it in garlic olive oil and lemon juice and then make a little nest out of it like a bird's nest and then poach an egg and put the poached egg in the middle oh how pretty it's nice it's good uh, it is it's really, really good, good. Um, even kids love it yeah, I mean it's greens. If yeah. you like if you like sautéed spinach, you like you like this. Mm-hmm. It's different. Um, and then what's what do else am I doing? I think you're doing the radish. Oh, that's right, strawberry. the strawberry radish salad, which we recently put that up on the blog and yep. check it out. Um, and then um, asparagus risotto for the primo. Beautiful. And then veal in the pan with capers and white wine. And then well, and of course the antipasti, the meat and cheese, oh, and yeah, all yeah, of that. Yeah. Our I've... homemade, our home cured meats. And then what else for dessert? Oh, I'm going to do strawberries with a Vicholino zabaillon. So the Zabayon, the old school, oh, we're going back. This is old school. You this take, is like 60s, 70s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take the eggs and you beat them over the hot water bath, the bain-marie, and then you add sugar and it becomes really frothy and thick, almost like whipped cream. And then you add a hit of liquor. You can add coffee. You can add um, flavoring, whatever. Um, I think I'll probably add the Vicholino and then I'll spoon that over um, strawberries. It's, it is nice. It's, it's really nice. God, gorgeous. It. It's gorgeous for a nice light dessert after a big meal with a biscotti. Done. That's that's all you need. I, I think I'm hearing someone drive up. I think we have to wrap this up. Do I we think really? our guests are arriving. All right. Very I good. know. We're lucky we made it this far. We weren't sure. Jason was like, let's see if we can do this in one take. <laughs> Okay, so um, bring us home. All right. You can find us at latavlamarque.com, latavlamarque.blogspot.com. Check out our recipes at latavlamarquerecipebox.blogspot.com. These are tongue twisters. Try to say it with me. Um, 
I already shouted out uh, YouTube and Vimeo. Uh, check out our video on Taste Made on their app and um, under La Tabula Marque. And we did our video on the um, Feel Like a Local Friday. It was really cool. Yep. I think it came out nice. And like Jason said earlier, you can shoot us an email at info at latavolamarque.com. Twitter, latavolamarque. And Instagram, help me hit 400 at Ashley Bartner. A-S-H-L-E-Y-B-A-R-T-N-E-R. Why did you make that one the only one that's not latavolamarque? I was switching it up. <laughs> Excellent marketing strategy on that one. <laughs> It says it somewhere else. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. If you L A T A V O L A M A R C H E dot com, you said that. And uh, if you like what you hear, you're interested in what we're doing, or you think it's cool, share the love. Tell a friend because of you guys, we've gotten to reach all over, like people all over the world. It's awesome. It I can't is believe. wild. We get when I when we get emails about people listening to us driving across, driving home from work across the. Gold uh, Bay Bridge. It's like, Whoa, oh my god! I know it's wild. So, uh, <laughs> we really it. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, we love you guys, and we'll talk to you next time. No, no song of the week. I don't have time to look one up. <laughs> we'll, ciao, ciao. Have a great one. Sentire media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentiri Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.